This is the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning in and hanging out with us tonight. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellata, dating expert, matchmaker, and founder of singleinthecity.ca. Are you guys in the mood for some romance this month? We're kicking Love Month off with two very special guests, actresses Brittany Bristow and Lily Gao. They're two of the stars of a series of W Network original movies. The Love Club movies will air as a four-part special event with a premiere every Friday in February at 8 p.m. Eastern, beginning February 10th on W Network and Stack TV, which means lots of room for romance. And tonight, We'll be learning more about their characters' experiences, how you can learn from them, and what you can expect from the Love Club. Well, thanks so much for joining us tonight, ladies. Thank you so much Thank for, having, you for us. having us. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I just want to say I, I really enjoyed watching the movies. And of course, you know, I got the sneak peek and just feel good type movies. I mean, I really love the bond between the girls and the power and having close friendships where, you know, you guys have each other's backs. Now, that's how I move in real life. So and I actually <laughs> shed a tear, you know, here and there, especially in the first one. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit of a softy. Uh, so let's start off with you, Brittany. You mm. play Nicole in the Love Club. Can you tell us a little bit more about Nicole? Yeah, of course. Nicole is just a really hopeful person, I think, at the core of who she is. She is somebody who believes wholeheartedly in love. She believes that there is absolutely someone out there for everyone. Everyone has their soulmate. And she is just steadfast on finding that, whatever that means. I think she goes through a really interesting journey in the film, too, where she sort of discovers that love looks different uh, than she maybe thought it did in that you know, love doesn't need to come from your significant other. It can come from your friends. It can come from yourself. And what's really beautiful about this film, I think, is that by leaning on her friends, she's able to sort of see herself through their eyes and see where she's making some mistakes and see where there are things about her that are really beautiful. And so she she sort of has a little bit of a self-love journey along with, you know, finding her her happily ever after. So yeah, Nicole is is a really sweet character who steadfastly believes in love and is hopeful that it's going to find her. And you know mm-hmm. what? You're right. There is love for absolutely everybody. And as yeah. a matchmaker and a dating coach, I'm always spreading that, that information out there. So mm-hmm. people should never give up on love. It's out there for you. Now, the Love Club episode that with you in it as a main mm-hmm. character is going to air, I believe, February 10th. Uh, what is yeah. that all about? Like, just quickly, if you want to give us a little rundown. So Nicole's story she's sort of the one that brings us all back together to the love club. So what's really fun about it is she's, you know, it opens with, she's just been proposed to. And of course that's a moment that should be so happy, but she just (laughs) kind of has this dreadful fear that it's not the right person. Mm -hmm. And she just needs her girlfriends to help her find her way. So she calls on her friends and says, please help me figure this out. You know, I had this, this thing that wasn't even a tangible romance, but it's something I can't stop thinking about. And I need to know if it's something that I need to explore or if I should just get over it. Like, am I crazy? And so she, she relies on her friends to sort of help her find her way. And um, it's a really fun 
story, there's a lot of mishaps, like so many, it's ridiculous. Um, but all of those mishaps, like I said earlier, she finds this sort of path to self-love and understanding what she needs in order to make herself happy. And those mishaps are sort of the path forward for that, which is really fun. Right. And, and Lily, you play Sydney mm -hmm. in, in these, mm -hmm. what can you tell us about her character? Um, she is a very, um, I think she's a very courageous person who holds on to the past and the idea of a past, um, because of certain unfortunate events that's happened in her life. It's a very, memories are very, very important to her. And it's not until she meets a special someone that she's reminded that memories, as much as they can be special, you can also create new ones. And um, that added for the fact that she's, I think she's just very, very courageous, very fearless in, in what she wants and also relies on her friends a lot, um, which is what I love about all of these movies is that it's about romance and also about their best friends and what they love to do for a, uh, a career. And that's what I loved about it as well. And mm -hmm. I found the movies to be really, really relatable because mm -hmm. I mean, Lily, what you went through in the movie, I mean, I... I went through something similar. So I was just like, mm -hmm. oh, so relatable. And I think a lot of people are going to find that when they're watching these movies. Mm -hmm. And what can we expect from um, Lily's story um, or your story? Um, I believe it episodes, uh, the episode airs on February 17th, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, February 17th. Yeah. <laughs> what can we expect? What, what, what happened? Uh, just give us a little rundown. Um, well, it's Valentine's Day. And uh, so it's, it's very pink and red <laughs> um, it's valentine's day and i uh, i also incorporated uh, lunar new year in there as well because that is that typically takes place either end of january or early february um so that's another special event that happens throughout the movie that i i haven't seen in a lot of romantic comedies before and i thought it would be lovely to incorporate and to have a wider audience um, enjoy when there is a lunar new year in the future Nice. Okay. Now the love club yeah. is, a, is about a series of four friends and how do these movies tie together? Uh, well, they tie together partly because all four of us are in all four films and we get to sort of experience all of our, our love stories and our life stories and our career stories. Um, but they tie together. It's really just the friendship. I think like, mm -hmm. I think the What's unique about them is that, you know, normally in films like this, you you have the leading lady and then you have the surrounding characters who sort of give their opinions, but you never really get to explore their lives. Whereas in these films, you get to stay with and learn about and grow with these four women um, as they, you know, each in their own individual ways, lend their opinions and their thoughts uh, as we're all navigating life in our thirties. <laughs> and Lily, do you have mm -hmm. something you want to share? Um, just that we start the movie off with us being best friends at a certain stage in our lives. And then later on, when something huge happens in our lives, the first thing we do is call on our friends again. And, you know, we, I, I need your support. I need you to tell me what to do and guide me through this right now. So that's, that's what connects us all together. And I think the fact that we're also always willing to be there for each other, it's no matter what's going on in our lives, you know, we, we help a friend or we help the love club friend when they, when they call. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I mean, I lean on my friends for absolutely everything. And that's why, again, mm -hmm. the movie is so relatable because I feel that as women, we do that, right? Mm -hmm. Whenever there's an issue, we, we call our friends and, you know, it helps us heal and get, and get mm -hmm. over certain situations. I mean, did you guys find that as well? 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I found like even Lily and I have been friends for years. So Lily yeah. is actually one of those. Oh, really? Like I as actresses? Call and be like, Lily, I need you. Yeah. And <laughs> what's beautiful is that like, you know, as actors, our lives are not necessarily in the same place at all the same time. So it's, it's amazing. Cause Lily and I have lived like 10 minutes away from each other. And right now we're what feels like worlds apart, but you know, mm-hmm. when you have those friends, it's, it's really special. So you guys yeah. are friends in real life. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Did mm-hmm. you guys meet on set somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> we did. Yeah. We met on we set did. like four years ago, three years yeah, ago. Yeah. We met on set and it was always on set is so hard because you only get to spend a few days with someone while you're working. And then it's usually in a remote place. So then you go back to your life in the city. Um, but we got to spend a lot of time together in St. John's. Mm-hmm. It would have been maybe like a year and a half ago now. Yeah. Um, we stayed at the same, uh, I don't know. Haunted mansion. Haunted mansion <laughs> is what I would call it. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love haunted stuff. I'm all about it. it. No, no. <laughs> we bonded over how terrified we were. Did you see something or did you hear something? Everything. All of it. No, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I felt something and I would hear something, but I was told that old homes make sounds, but I don't buy it. No, 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 no. Listen, <laughs> your gut never lies. I'm telling you, because I, I had a spirit once in my old home and I'm telling you, I knew when that thing was around, whatever it was, yeah. whenever it was, you know, mm-hmm. right? Like, and mm-hmm. as women, and again, we need to use our, our gut, our intuition, especially when we're <clears throat> dating. Right. Mm-hmm. So true. So have yeah. you guys like supported each other and your dating lives, like through your dating lives in real life? Yes. So throughout? <laughs> yeah, oh, think- right. Okay. So you guys know about each other's boyfriends. Oh yeah. <laughs> or partners. Yeah. I was at sure. my wedding. <laughs> yeah. I was okay. At wedding. <laughs> so what, Brittany, you're actually married in real life. And Lily, I am. Yeah. Are you single Lily? No, I am not. I actually was in, um, I was, with Brittany when she first met her now husband, not physically with them, but in the few months that they had first met. And then when we were on set together again, I guess a couple of years after, um, I just heard her say in the backseat, so my fiance and I, my head has never whipped so fast. I was like, <laughs> you're what? He's oh. your fiance now? I was so excited. Yeah. Um, and then I went to their wedding and it was a great time. <laughs> Can I ask, was it a long distance relationship or mine? No, locally tr- no, luckily we, yeah, we, we both were in the same place. I mean, it's long distance sometimes because of work, but <laughs> otherwise <laughs> I never let him out of my sight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Like, do you tend to have like a, a jealous streak or like, oh, no. No. no, I just, I just love him so much. I never want to be with him. Oh, I love that. Like, we all <laughs> I know. Brittany doesn't it. get jealous. Brittany's so cool. <laughs> yeah. We, st- we all strive to have that type of relationship, right? Well, mm-hmm. we're going to take a, a quick break right now. When we come back, we're going to chat about some of the important lessons to be learned from the Love Club movies. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellata, your host, joined by two of the stars of the W Network original movie series, The Love Club, with Brittany Bristow and Lily Gao. And now, ladies, both of your characters have this tendency to to hang on to an old flame and the idea of what if. And so many of us stay in this, you know, 
stagnant or let's say stay in stagnant relationships or don't move on for various reasons. So why do you think that we hang on to relationships or the idea of someone? So many reasons. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, love is really scary um, or it can be. Opening yourself up to love is a really terrifying thing. Letting somebody new in going through the motions of, I mean, there's so many things on a first date, you talk about this, you talk about that. And then as you get to know somebody, you let them see more and more of who you are. And sometimes that comes really quickly. And sometimes it takes a little longer. And I think it's really easy to get stuck in something where, you know, you, the idea of doing that again can be terrifying. And I think sometimes we just, we get lost in that, or we get lost in the the heartbreak of realizing that somebody's not who you thought they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think both of those things can <clears throat> make us feel stuck. Mm-hmm. At least I I don't know. That's my my thoughts yeah. on that. Yeah, definitely. And and Lily. I think it is about comfort as well. You know, it's really it Brittany's right. It is a scary thing. Um and when you're comfortable it's it's against our nature to want to go seek out something that is less comfortable than what we feel right now. Even if it, even if what we feel right now is, um, you know, not exciting or not, not truly where we need to be, but it's still comfortable. So it's a, it's really scary to move out of that. And um, it's a habit. I think after a long time, it just becomes a habit, which is unfortunate, but mm-hmm. you know, Yeah. And I I feel like after a breakup, especially one that wasn't our choice, right? It's so easy to focus on what was great about them versus what Mm -hmm. didn't work, you know, in that relationship. Mm -hmm. And then this makes our loss bigger than it is because it feels like we lost the best thing ever, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of someone who's, you know, flaws, we just happen to brush under the rug to keep the relationship going. And then we And then also like we feel guilty of the mistakes that we made. And then we fantasize about getting back together with this person because, oh, you know, we're going to do it right this time. And, you know, you know, we all make mistakes in relationships and, and it's those unresolved problems around intimacy, like being accepted or being good enough and et cetera, come to the surface. And while you're in that relationship and, and because you haven't learned or dealt with these issues, we react, right? We sabotage, we expect a lot from our partners. Therefore, we do things that unintentionally hurt them. And, and then we rarely get to fix the mistakes that we made with them until we move on. And then some of us move on and then we have this like personal transformation when we're apart. And then we come to that realization that, hey, maybe I was responsible for, you know, my actions in that relationship and why it didn't work out. And then we want a second chance to, mm-hmm. to make things better. The obvious things for me, but mm-hmm. there are more than that. I mean, we can yeah. keep talking about this for days. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> Such a complex. Yeah. There's like 800 reasons <laughs> and yeah. each one is unique to each person in each situation too. So it's always so hard to put like one thing. Right now, and I'm sure you ladies have gone through a breakup in the past. What has helped you guys move on, if you can recall? I have always found, and fingers crossed, I don't go through another one. <laughs> no, right the sounds of your voice. But, <laughs> but uh, no, I found like, you know, one thing I found that was really remarkable for me was 
and it took me a really long time to learn this. So I don't want to say it and have somebody hear it and be like, oh, easier said than done. Like it, this took me like 10 years of being like doing everything wrong. And then finally mm-hmm. one day I thought, was I happy? No, I wasn't. Why was I staying? Cause it was scary to break up with somebody. Okay. So why is what I want? Not my priority. And I took, I literally like, I cried all night and then I woke up and I was like, no, I'm done. I'm done. Mm-mm, I'm not going to cry anymore because wow. I'm not too much. This is stupid. I'm acting. <laughs> and I got in my car and I listened to like 10 podcasts in a row. And then I rent, went home and I wrote a list of all of the things I wanted in a person. Yes. And then I said, what do I want for myself? And I started making a schedule for myself. I started reading different books. I started doing all of the things that I actually wanted to do. And I'm not even going to lie. I did sit in a, in a pillow donut. When I say <laughs> that, I had like 12 pillows around me and I was sitting in the center of them. And I just ordered every self-help book I could think of. So <laughs> also maybe not a healthy place, but um, I did end up just taking like two years and thinking about all of the things I wanted to accomplish, everything that mattered to me, the things that mattered to me in a partner And I just was absolutely refusing to, to let go of any of that, um, to make it somehow matter less. Mm -hmm. Um, and I put priority into myself every single day and it, it didn't just change who I was in relationships. It, it changed who I was for myself. And I think that's, you know, when you can take a step back and you have that freedom to look at yourself, yeah, it can be really heartbreaking and awful and suck, but it can also be like the most beautiful opportunity. So I really just tried to take that and right. Uh, and because Brittany now, like, and, and I heard you speak about your husband and now you're in this beautiful relationship that yeah. would have never happened no. if you didn't break up. <laughs> no. And what's crazy is I had a crush on him, like, right, like uh... right after the breakup, um, but neither of us did anything about it for the longest time. And, uh, I think it was really good. Cause I think we both, we both just needed some time on our own and we needed time to become the people we wanted to be, mm-hmm. or, you know, take that time to ourselves. I don't want to speak on important. his behalf because he is an exceptional human. Who's always been amazing, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't work. Yeah. But we, you know, two years later, we decided we were going to go on a date, but it took, yeah, it took, a real long time. <laughs> Lily, do you have anything you want to share? Um, I mean, I think it's, it's, it really is important to just take care of yourself and understand who you are as a person. Um, I will say though, that the, the pillow donut is a great idea. Um, and my, you know, it's, it's therapeutic and that's, that's what I think is also helpful too. I think therapy is a great thing. I went to therapy for a very long time and I just, it was about uh, it was about the relationship, but it was also about myself and what I what I see in myself and what I see in other people. And um, what I learned was that the the most important thing was just to educate myself and make myself into the best version of myself that I could possibly think of. Because seeking those things out in other people and hanging on to them is never a healthy thing. And um, the biggest thing that, that I learned was that in order to be with someone that you really respect and you really want to be happy with, you have to be 100% confident 
in yourself and who you want to be. So that way you don't end up with someone that you need to be with, that you depend on to be with, but rather you just are independently walking alongside each other. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you're holding hands, but you're walking through life together as your own individual people. And the minute that I realized that and accepted that, um, you know, I I started uh, going on dates with my now partner and it's been a little over four years and it's amazing. It's wonderful. We're giddy. We're so in love. Um, And we, uh, (laughs) they really um, are, but you know what, this is what it's, this is why it's worked out for you ladies is because just listening to you, you guys have done the work, you know, right. You know, just as much as I know, and I've been doing this for like 21 (laughs) years, but you guys, everything that you're almost teaching me, you guys know your stuff. So um, that's amazing. And, you know, also I encourage people who are struggling to get over breakups to make a list so they can, they can be very clear about what they want in that relationship with well, Brittany, you kind of touched on the, on that, you know, they weren't perfect and, uh, but maybe they weren't all that bad either. Okay. And, and this is going to mm-hmm. help uh, you forgive them and yourself and, and also help you realize where the two of you went wrong and why you possibly should not be together. And I love the fact that you said, you know, go to therapy, but friends can be therapists too. Don't you ladies agree? I mean, I, I, just by watching the movie, I mean, that's what I love so much about it is that bonds, that bond is everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's really beautiful when you have friends that you can rely on, especially in moments of pain, but also in moments of beauty too. But, you know, when going through breakups, there's nothing quite like going and sitting on your friend's couches and crying. So exactly. Yeah. I love it. And I think we have to be patient with ourselves too. When, you know, we're going through a breakup as well, Mm -hmm. be patient with yourself. It may not happen overnight, but Mm -hmm. just keep thinking positive and avoid any contact too. Did you do that? You have to move on and just, just don't contact them, you know, for at least Mm -hmm. a few months until you actually healed. uh, I think it depends on the situation really, truly. Like if you're, if there's an amicable, an amicable break, oh my gosh, an amicable, (laughs) here we go. Got it out. Breakup. Um, and there's a friendship there and there's still a relationship of some kind to nurture, then I think it's, it can be okay. But I do think that, you know, in the same sense that sometimes you just need alone time in a day, like you need mm-hmm. alone time in your life. Um, and I think oh, that stuff's yeah. really important. I love my alone time. Love yeah. it. Okay. In the love club, Nicole still wonders about whether her mystery pen pal uh, from years ago was really the one for her, even though they, they never met. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, do you, think that you can fall in love with someone based on their words without actually meeting them? Because I have heard this before. I've heard of women falling in love with a man's voice. And Mm -hmm. um, it was a different story when they met up in real life. But you know, Um, (laughs) and then when you actually, well, I can't actually talk about the movie, because then I'll be spoiling it. But (laughs) I found it quite a cute, the twist there. Um, when you actually did meet him, is it more that the person was saying the right things at the right time? What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think you can fall in love with the idea of someone. I, I think that love is a very complex thing and it requires so many different aspects. Um, words are one thing, actions are another. Um, and I think that while you can fall in love with the idea of someone or the idea you've created of someone based on the words, who they actually are, you'll never get to know unless you have an opportunity to really spend time with them and mm-hmm. interact with them. Um, so yeah, I, you know, it's really cute. I love the fact that Nicole has this sort of romantic 
fairy tale, almost like it's a book that she's read. Like it's a fairy tale that she's created for herself and she's mm-hmm. she's seeing if there's realism in there. And I, I kind mm-hmm. of love that we got to play that out. It was really fun. I loved it. And the fact that you actually, you, you acted on it, you know, you kept thinking about it and you actually took the plunge and like called upon your friends and said, I have to do this. I have mm-hmm. to do this for myself. Yeah. So, and I like, you have to take risks in life and in love, you've got to be vulnerable. Cause if you're not, you're never going to meet anyone. So mm-hmm. what, and also if you want to answer that as well, Lily. Um, oh, <laughs> Well, you don't yeah, have I mean, to. I think, <laughs> I think the idea of someone is definitely strong, whether you've met them or not, um, because there, you know, there's the communication and the expression can come through so many ways. And the, the handwritten letters, I mean, that's like the most romantic thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I hold on to something as well, too, like my character, Sydney, a, an idea from a very, very long time ago. Um, I think we all have an idea of someone in the past that we always wonder, like, oh, you know, I wonder... Um, I wonder what if that image is still accurate or if the idea is still there. But yeah, the fact that Nicole's character acted on it and was just just really, really had to know it just I think it proves that it's a real it's a real feeling that um, someone's writing can give you. It's like reading books, you know, reading old books. Mm-hmm. We imagine what who wrote it, what they're like. Uh, we're going to take a quick break now. And uh, when we come back, we're going to chat more about relationship do's and don'ts in the love club. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. We are back. It's Sunday night. You're listening to AM640, the Dating and Relationship Show with myself, Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. We're getting back to our chat on uh, relationship do's and don'ts with Brittany Bristow and Lily Gao, stars of the W Network original movie series, The Love Club. Okay, ladies. This is a juicy one. In the love club, Sydney lies a little to get what she wants. And in reality, though, ladies, do you think that it's ever okay to lie in a relationship? I mean, is there such thing as good lies and bad lies? Let's talk about it. Mm, Who wants to start I... us off? Oh. Okay, <laughs> give us an example of a healthy lie. Like, what, what would a healthy lie look like? I have okay. one. Okay. Yeah. So... I love cooking. (laughs) I'm literally giving you the lamest excuse in the world, but I love to cook. And sometimes I like to surprise my husband with like a really fancy meal. Uh And sometimes I like to say, oh, I just have no idea what to make for dinner. When are you coming home? Maybe we can figure it out together so that I have an idea of when he's going to get home. So technically, because I know exactly what I'm doing. And then he gets home and I've got like a nice bottle of wine and a fancy meal that I know he's going to love. And I've got a candle going and I'm all like, ooh, look at this romance. But it's just- But that's not fair. (laughs) That's not fair. That's not really a lie, is it? (laughs) I mean, I'm kind of lying. I'm saying I don't know what I'm doing for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) That's about as much of a lie as I will often give up. How about pretending you didn't notice that big, massive zit that- just popped up on your partner's face. Um, is that? I oh, always that's okay. <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, yeah, I, I never like to pretend any of those things just because they're like, you know, they're, they're a part of life. It's just it. I, I purposefully sometimes, most of the time, all the time, will point them out on myself and on them. We'll give them names. We'll give them a backstory. We'll see how long they live. You know, sometimes they live for like three days. It's great. <laughs> but I do have to agree with Brittany that lying is, yeah. I mean, I've only ever lied in my relationship when I want to surprise them or I've got a gift or a party or something. But I just think that um, the need to lie is, a little bit deeper than the actual lie. So if you feel the need to lie, or if you feel the need to hide something, then that's where you should start. It's not, it's not about, oh, I, I lied to him about this thing, but it's okay, he'll never find out. It's more, why did I lie to him about this thing? Do, do I, am I afraid that he's gonna judge me if I'm honest about this one detail of my life? Um, and if so, then maybe I'm not with the right person. And, and that is a scary thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, so in, you know, in those terms, I've, I've lied before, but um, I think, I think it's, yeah, I'm currently not an, unless I'm trying to plan a surprise. I'm such a horrible liar. <laughs> I'm such a bad liar. I really am. I yeah. am. I'm horrible. Like it's because I wear my heart on my sleeve. So it's, it's like written all yeah. over my face and oh, I yeah. start getting nervous and, you know, and I think sometimes people lie because they want to spare your feelings, but I think, uh, making mm. a habit of lying, whatever it is, it's not good for your relationship, period, mm -hmm. because it can destroy it. Basically, if you keep telling your partner lies, whether you think it's a little white lie or whatever, right, they're going to stop trusting you. They are. Um, and the more you lie, the deeper you crack that foundation and your partner's going to, you know, begin to share less with you. They're going to be less intimate because they're not going to be in the mood, mm -hmm. right? Like, why would I want to be having sex with a liar? They're going to have less empathy. They're going to be less compassionate, which mm -hmm. is pretty much going to end your relationship. So stop lying, please yeah. don't lie and don't start lying either. Like at all, like never just don't lie. Yeah. Lying is not a, uh, not a good thing. Yeah. No. And okay, so one thing also that I thought was really interesting was that in Nicole's movie, mm -hmm. she was actually going to call off her fiance, like, wait, sorry, call off the wedding. Mm -hmm. um, so she was going to call him on the phone, which I thought was quite wrong. I think if you're engaged to someone, I don't think that you should be breaking up with them on the phone. Realistically, how if in real life, like, how would you have dealt with that? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point. I think, ultimately, her reasoning behind it comes from a really admirable place. Um, but I think it's a little, um, she's really conflicted. And I think that, you know, the reasoning behind her wanting to just call is because she feels she's being unfair. And I can respect that feeling and that, you know, that desire to, to be honest. Um, of course, I don't think it should be done over the phone ever. Um, though I will say I got dumped via text once <sighs> way easier than in real life. <laughs> yeah. Like, but how long were you not dating? ideal, but like, I got mad. I cried. No one had to see it. And then I was like, well, I guess my night's free now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to yeah, stay in my We're talking months. an engagement compared to. <laughs> True. Dating, yeah. No, I, yeah, no, I've never had an engagement, uh, breakup over the telephone. I do think that there is a certain amount of just, you have to be respectful and you owe it to whoever you're with to be willing to have a conversation. And 
you know, if you're scared, I, I can understand that it's really scary to break up with somebody. It's scary to break somebody's heart. It's scary to break your own heart because a lot of the time too, in relationships that are ending like that, it's not necessarily that you don't love the person. You just know that it's not right. And I think that's specific to Nicole. She, she just knows it's not right, but she knows he's a wonderful person. She knows she has respect for him. And like you said, I do think it would be healthier and we won't give anything away, but no. you know, but I wouldn't have become not the, not the thing, but, uh, but yeah, that, I do think it is, it is good to be brave and, and do it in real life. And that guy that you were engaged to, I wouldn't have no. settled for him either. <laughs> On a side no. note, another theme that comes up is the realization that the person that you're with just doesn't really love you. And this is more for you, Lily. Um, you know, and I think that this is something that a lot of people can relate to because mm-hmm. I've seen countless uh, amount of people try to force a relationship thinking that, you know, things are going to change mm-hmm. and if they never will, how do you <clears throat> feel about that? Like, have you ever been in that situation in real life? Cause I, I feel like I've been there, you know? Yeah. I mean, my, my character definitely is in love with someone and the idea of someone and just keeps trying to make it work. Um, and I have done that in real life, you know, just thought the idea of it um, and put a lot of responsibility on myself. If I tried harder, if I tried, you know, if I tried to be better and do everything a little bit better and do the things that I think I'm supposed to do as a girlfriend, then of course it will change. But I think it's really important, at least for me to learn that it won't change. Like this person is not going to change. And it's actually just not even fair to ask them to change. Um, and I think a lot of times when, you know, the person doesn't love us back, um, it's because they're just too, too busy with themselves and to even see what's going on around them. And they're not really fit to be in a relationship anyway, but they don't really know what to do about it. Um, especially with the overwhelm of somebody continuing to try, it just gets a little, you know, it gets a little messy. It does. And you know what? We're going to take another last quick break. And when we come back, we're going to chat about what you can learn from the Love Club. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Galata from singleinthecity.ca. Toronto's News. Today's Talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. You're listening to AM640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta with Brittany Bristow and Lily Gao, stars of the upcoming W Network original movie series, The Love Club. Ladies, one of the things that I love the most, okay, and I think I might have mentioned this about The Love Club movies, is the focus on friendship and having that support system to get you through the different aspects of dating and just life in general. Why do you think it's so important to have a support system, to have a network, you know, that's going to help you through the good and the bad? I think it's really important to have a support system, no matter how big or how small it is, um, because your friends are the people that will always remind you of who you really are at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're in a good relationship, the person you're in a relationship will with will do that as well. But I think ultimately, friends are the people who who know everything about you. They know the good, they know the, the bad, <laughs> they, you know, they, they also know how you've been in the past and who you are now and how you've changed. They've seen that transition really, truly. And I think it's really important to have that, 
that group of people that really recognize and see who you are at your core to just always, you know, lift you up or tell you when they think you're doing something stupid. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. it's really important and, and friends are, are the best for that. They certainly yeah. are. Lily? What she said. and I I find too like when we go through breakups we tend to go like well we tend to get over them quicker because we do lean on our friends I I, and I always say this I find that sometimes guys and they keep all that hurt within and they don't talk about it and then it just comes out months later where you know we've done the the work we've healed and they're still hurting Mm -hmm. so I always encourage you to find a support system Um, And it, you know, some of us don't have friends uh, for whatever reasons, but there are places like in Toronto meetup groups, right? If you're looking for friends, join a meetup Mm -hmm. group. Um, Ladies, do you have any suggestions on how we can meet friends? Oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, I think taking yourself (laughs) Brittany's like, I've never had that problem. (laughs) People are just drawn to me. I'm a small friend group personally. I find (laughs) it really tough to meet people. So I'm open to suggestions. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it is tough. But I I also, I think like, you know, taking yourself out on a date and just sitting at a bar somewhere and talking to strangers around you is really nice. Mm -hmm. I love Um, it. Not even a a way to meet a friend, but just a, a way to talk to a stranger and see what their life is about and take the attention off of yourself for a little bit. Um, and also going back to what you said about the men not um, necessarily dealing with it, it coming out months later, it's really sad, you know, un- as much as they're the ones who hurt us. I still think it's very, very sad that they feel the need to just like push everything down, right? It's generally, mm-hmm. they're always a little bit less communicative when it comes to the emotional state of what it's like after a breakup. And that's really unfortunate. Um, but yeah, I mean, I personally, whenever I go to a new place, I just, I just go to a bar and I just sit and whoever's beside me will just chat. I love it. And I also host like dating events and I've Mm. made so many, um, connections, um, friendships too, right? Like a lot of girls will come and and guys too, they'll thank me later. They'll go, well, I didn't meet the love of my life, but I, I met a new friend and I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. Now I have somebody to go out with. (laughs) Yeah. I love that, that I'm able, I was able to create that, you know, for people. Mm -hmm. Now, what are some of the things about love and romance that you learned from your characters? We'll start with you, um, Brittany. Yeah. Oh boy. So many things. Um, I think I learned something different from each of the characters. Really, truly, I think I learned that while it's good to be nostalgic, it's also important to be open to what change can look like and that change has the power to be even more beautiful than you, mm-hmm. Thank than you. what you I held on that. to. Mm-hmm. I love um, that. Learned that from, from Miss Lily over there. Uh, <laughs> okay, wait, wait, like one more question for you though. What character in real life do you feel like you can relate to? Oh gosh, I feel like... I feel like I'm a hybrid of Nicole and Sydney. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Nicole, yeah. Because of my hopefulness and like, I really am truly in real life, like such a romantic and I mm-hmm. love, love so much. I can tell. But I think I am somebody that like really, um, I-, I find there's a lot of power in memory and in um, the past, but 
I'm also trying to be hopeful and look forward kind of like Lauren um, and focus on the things that are going to make me really joyful and happy so that I can be the fullest version of myself um, for myself and for my relationships with friends and um, my husband. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. I'm an amalgamation of a whole whack of them. Yeah. <laughs> All of it. Lily, you yeah. can answer that. Like were uh, some of the things about, what were some of the things about love and romance that you learned from the characters? Um, I learned from my character that when you are really true to what you want to do and uh, how you want to spend your life and accomplish your goals, the person that you're meant to be with will meet you in the end. Yes, I love that. Okay. And so which character do you feel that you relate to in real life? Um, I I relate to my character a lot. Um, I love making food for my friends. I love having them come over. Um, Not the running part, but (laughs) I also, (laughs) I relate to Brittany's character a lot too, because I really, I love, uh, I love it when people fall in love. I love it when I'm in love and I'm giddy and I want to share it with my friends and I want to celebrate with them. Um, The party planning part of Nicole's character is really, is really fun at that, you know, and she's great at that. Um, yeah. Well, I just want to say, I absolutely love the movies. I loved your characters. You guys were so freaking cute. And I'm encouraging all of you to tune in and watch these movies. And also thank you so much for joining us tonight. And I hope that this chat sparks some romance for you and uh, set your reminders for the love club movies every Friday in February at 8 PM Eastern on the W network and stack TV. And, uh, yeah. So where can we get a hold of you ladies? Let's, uh, let's start with Nicole. Uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram and really miserably terrible on uh, Twitter, but I try kind of, um, <laughs> but mostly Instagram and, uh, it's at Brit Bristow, B-R-I-T-B-R-I-S-T-O-W. I believe I already followed you and Lily as well. Lily, where can they get a hold of you? I am on Instagram. I am not on Twitter, um, because I don't understand it. But my Instagram, <laughs> uh, my Instagram is L-I-L-Y-G-A-O and the number one. So Lily Gao one. I love it. Okay, ladies, um, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at official Laura Bellot. And of course, if you're single looking for love, check out singleinthecity.ca. And join us next Sunday as we chat with the other two stars of the Love Club. Ciao for now. <laughs>